This is Jonathan George with Unleash Your Rockstar, and we are on the Relationships and Revenue Podcast with John Hewlin. This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Welcome back, everyone, to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast. I am your humble host, John Hewlin. So glad that you decided to join us today. And I am thrilled to bring to you my friend, Jonathan George. Jonathan, how are you today? Man, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. And I'm looking at your beautiful family in the background. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what that's telling all of you that are only listening, that means you need to check out the YouTube channel so you can see it. Maybe not live, but as close to live as we're going to have today. So, right. for those who are not who are not been able to see it, it he's got nudes all behind him. So, oh run, gosh. run, run, and watch the YouTube video. No, I'm kidding. There we go. Yeah, my <laughs> mom this. Just remember that. So, <laughs> your mom did good. Your mom will be like, "Well, what's he talking about? I'm going to go and watch this video, and she'll see that your beautiful family is all behind you." Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. So. You know, All right, in, folks. In, in, in the entertainment industry, literally, it's like, what can you hook somebody with? What can you exactly, exactly? Oh man, I'm. Like, <laughs> I'm so excited for all of you who are listening and watching this because Jonathan, I am sure, is going to take us on this wild ride of what it's like to be in his world and what that's all about. So let me tell you a little bit about Jonathan to try and help um, help you begin to understand who he is. So Jonathan's the CEO of JG Entertainment. If you look behind him, which again means you have to be watching the video, you get JG, Jonathan George, behind him. And he talked about Unleash Your Rockstar. And so he's going to take us deeper into what that means. But the guy, you're an entertainer. You are a coach, speaker, entrepreneur. You're a branding expert par excellence, without any doubt about that. And you have been in the entertainment world for, gosh, well over 20 years, for sure. I mean, it's got to be more than that, right? I'm 12. I was 12 when I started. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it is. Yeah, it's been over 20 years. So, you know, JG Entertainment was my company uh, in 2000. I moved to Los Angeles, like you said, to work on my music and, and be a singer and songwriter. And I was on a show called Ed, uh, Next Big Star with Ed McMahon. And it was like his star search comeback. And I was the grand champion winner. I had a record deal on the table. I had just released my first single. I was working on my album. Mm. And I get a phone call, a record deal on the table, and the record label called and said, we're going to retract your contract because they found out that I was gay. And I know that sounds like absurd now, right? Today's time, you're just like, what? Back then in 2000, it was a massive issue. And, um, you know, I, I laid there on my couch and, and I think I was in my floor at one point and this, you know, and it, I was just like crying my eyes up because my team was trying to get me married. They're trying to change my music. They're trying to change the direction of where I was going, what I was doing. And I literally just, all I could hear was, you're not good enough. Mm. 
And it took me right back to being that kid who was relentlessly bullied for being the creative kid, that one who wasn't playing sports in Texas. I was called names. I had no clue what they even meant. But all I could hear was, you're not good enough. Oh, yeah. And my dad's a Pentecostal pastor, and I come from an incredible family of love and just it's one of the best families on the planet. But what they did out of love was very much strong spiritual abuse. I mean, I was told I could never go to heaven. I could never be blessed. I could never fulfill the calling in my life. All I could hear was something is innately wrong with you. Mm. You're not good enough. So here I am, 26 years old, laying on my couch in my living room. And I had the choice to get married, to try to lie and cover this up. Or I don't know what to do. So I gave up singing. I didn't know how to show up. I didn't know who I was in all of this. I didn't understand myself because the world has so much noise coming at us, right? <laughs> and so I literally just gave up singing. But during that time, and I know everybody's like, that's horrible, but I, I take it as a blessing. I believe everything happens for us, right? Not to us, but really truly for us. And it put me on a path where I began to coach people and help them rock the person that they are authentically yeah. rather than try to change them and make them something different. Because mm -hmm. here's the thing, John, is when you step powerfully into who you are, that includes your, your, your greatest gifts and abilities and talents and intelligence, as well as your flaws, <laughs> as well as your story and understand how to be a rock star in all of those things. It does not matter what you do in this life. You're going to take that personal brand and create something amazing. That's right. And I did it for 17 years in the entertainment industry, creating celebrity brands, mm -hmm. influencer brands, recording artists. And now I'm, I created Unleash Your Rockstar Branding Agency. It's for entrepreneurs, CEOs, um, you know, thought leaders, people who are really trying to do something great in the world. Um, and now my clients have over 150 million online followers. And all I can say is, how do you like those jazz singers now, baby? Right? You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, and so, you know, that, that pain became my purpose. And, and uh, I just, because I never want anyone to feel the way that I felt. I want people mm. to know who they are yes. and how important they are with who they are in this oh, world. For sure. For sure. You know, Jonathan, that reminds me a lot of my story. And I know folks who have been listening to and watching this podcast, this is going to sound awfully familiar to you folks, but you cannot say it enough. A couple things. First, our pain is not for us. It isn't. But it requires us to work through it. Because when we work through it, that allows us the opportunities to be able to help other people because we've been through it, to try and help them either work through it, or if we can catch them early enough, they don't have to go through it. Listen, let me help you avoid all this messiness. You don't have to go through it. So right. our pain leads to our purpose, like you talked about, but ultimately our platform, Right. pain to purpose to platform, yep. but, but you got to work it. You got to work it. It doesn't just happen. It takes a yeah, and, lot of work. Well, and you know, here's the thing is that my story doesn't, may not resonate with somebody. It may not be just like your story, but the thing that we've all experienced is that we're not good enough. 
We've not felt seen. We've not been heard. And we don't know how to show up in the world. And, and, you know, through that pain and, and, and what's really weird is that, you know, back then we didn't have coaches. We didn't have, I mean, now we have all coaches for everything to help us get through stuff, right? There's, there's somebody for everybody out there. And so it's really incredible that what way that I view personal branding, I, maybe I should back it up a little bit and, and help people understand what personal branding is. Yes, please. There's a huge misconception out there that it is your logo. It is some <laughs> kind of font. It is some website. It's some brand coloring. I mean, I'm all about brand. I'm, I mean, I, if you check out anything, I have yellow. I'm all about branding. I've got my logo on my jacket right now. Yep. But that is not what your personal brand is. Your personal brand is you. Yes. Simply you. Mm-hmm. Think of it like the hook of a song. When you walk into a room, do people crank you up because they're like, oh, this is my jam, or they're going to turn you off? What kind of emotional aftertaste are you going to leave with people? Are they going to forget the lyrics to your song? So a personal brand is you. You are the hook. It is what you leave people with. It's how you make people feel when they experience you. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, there's a slew of things that happens. Now, in the world, people think your personal brand is the business that you're creating. If you're a coach, you know, just because you have... uh, your, your relationships and revenue podcast that you're, you're utilizing your personal brand to promote your company, right? It's a very clear, fine line. Just because you're a coach that uses your name, that does not mean that that coaching business is your personal brand, right? You are your personal brand. Tomorrow, you may say, I'm going to come out with the skincare line. Oh, and on Tuesday, I'm going to create coffee mugs. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you sell. It does not matter what you do. When you establish a personal brand, you will create trust, connection, and raving fans. And when you have raving fans, those are the people who buy from you. And it doesn't matter if it's a skincare line, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a course, or whether it's a coffee mug. Mm -hmm. Your personal brand travels with you. And I think that people just need to get that clarity in your mind. But here's the catch is what for me is that let's use your personal brand to scale your business and build the strategies, right? A personal brand, when you look at a body, you've got the head, you've got, you know, people can't see me, but I'm sitting here, but I'm, I think everybody's watching it. Uh, you've got the head, right? You've got, that's the brand clarity. You've got the face, which is the, is the brand identity. Mm-hmm. You've got the heart of the brand, which is where the rock star is born. That is you. That is everything about you. That's where your why, right? And then you've got the 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 what I call the the stomach or the core. Mm-hmm. That is the body of your work. That is the that is what you're putting out. That's the message, right? And then you've got the feet, which is the action. You must create strategies and take action, right? So I look at it a very holistic way, and I say whole with the W, right? Not H O L E, but right. like whole. It's got to be the whole body and it's got to also include the spiritual side of you, right? It's got to be all parts of you. So uh, personal branding is, is not, I, I just want people to understand it's, it's not just you showing up on social media and, and posting some selfies of yourself. It is not what personal branding is at all. So 
I just want people to be very clear on that. Well, I appreciate you helping us get a better understanding of what personal branding is because you're right. There's, for lack of a better term, there's a lot of noise out there when it comes to personal branding. And, you know, it's very easy to get wrapped up in this whole social media climate that we seem to be living our lives in. And all we ever see is the best of folks. And we see, you know, I'll call it their filtered lives, if you will. Yes, the pun is intended, by the way. Yeah. But seeing these filtered lives and you know, and I know it's garbage. That's not really who that person is. That's not really what they're about. But it's, you know, the people who are out there who are conveying, it's like, yes, they talk about the good things that happen in life, but they also show some of the struggling sides to say, look, you don't need to know all the details about what's going on here, but you need to know, you know what? Today, life has been hellish. It's really been bad. And here's a few reasons why. It's okay to do that because it makes you seem real. Well, it's a real person. Yeah. The see vulnerable, your personal brand has to involve things like vulnerability, authenticity. If you look at recording artist, um, Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato is probably one of the best singers that's underestimated, but she, that's just a side note, but she is literally, uh, when she steps up, she talks about her struggle with, uh, cutting herself with self-harm with drug abuse, addictions, eating issues, her mental health issues. And she shares that with the, with the world. And what that does is it, it disarms the haters. She takes control of the narrative and it makes everybody love her that much more because they're rooting for you. They're rooting for her. And so when you and I step powerfully and, and, and share that vulnerability, it changes everything. There's a reason why I shared my story at the beginning. It made me ordinary, right? So you've got to think that vulnerability, the story, the realness, that makes you ordinary. And that's what people, that's what we're drawn to. But you also have to tell things from an empowered state or a movement towards that empowered state rather than just dumping all the trauma in your life, right? And you've got to work through stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But because then that, that will have an adverse effect, I think. But when you have that and then you tell what makes you extraordinary, you position all of your wins to set you up to be extraordinary. Absolutely. Because we're all extraordinary. In our own way, our own light, we're extraordinary to somebody. True. I may not be extraordinary to, you know, I don't know, to Elon Musk because he's achieved a lot in his life. His brain thinks a million more miles a minute than mine does, you know, but. Oh, I don't know about that. I would I'm say his saying. brain probably thinks different than yours. I'm not necessarily well, yeah, yeah, yeah. faster than yours. Well, that's true because my brain thinks a million miles a minute at all times. <laughs> creative. I'm like, I'm a creative genius. That's my, that's my genius, right? I see things and I just can create, 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 create. Mm-hmm. But you don't understand what I'm saying. Like his, he may not look at me and, and think, but talent, you know, it's, it's, things are relative. And, you know, you take somebody like Beyonce, one of the best performers in the world, people, she has millions of fans, but my dad, he thinks it's like nails on a chalkboard to have to listen to her. Mm -hmm. He wants to listen to Johnny Cash. Yeah. Right. 
it's all, everything's relative. Yeah. And so you're going to be extraordinary to somebody. And that's what you want to be is to somebody. You want to be somebody's hero. You want to be someone's guiding light. You want to be the voice for somebody to step more powerfully into their light. For sure. For sure. You know, one of the things that has served me really well, Jonathan, over the years is, and unfortunately for me, it took me a long time to figure this out, but at least I did. So I'm taking, I'm taking comfort in the knowledge that I have learned this. And that is every single person I encounter, I can learn at least one thing from that person, at least one. I didn't used to think that, but I do now. And so using some of the examples that you gave, um, someone like maybe like a, a Beyonce, I might not like her music, but I can appreciate not only her abilities, but I know the work that went to get her to where she is because nobody ends up where she is day one. Nobody does. I don't care how good you are. You don't. It takes a lot of hard work over a long period of time to get there. So I have mad respect for her for that alone. Yeah, 1000%. We can always learn. You know, some in our clubhouse room, I mean, yesterday we had somebody that came in and just, you know, the energy was to me was just like, I was like, oh, wow, his energy is really arrogant feeling and, <laughs> and very like, oh, but. I, I was able to still learn from him and remind myself, even through his negativity, I was still able to learn something to remind myself of something that was very powerful. Right. And, and I can learn a lesson from that. And so, you know, but I, I just think that we all have stuff. We have very important things in our lives. And I always say this, if you're not stepping powerfully into you, you're not stepping powerfully into the gifts that you were given. Mm-hmm. the situations and the circumstances that you went through in your life. And if you're not able to share those fully, mm-hmm. you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're also robbing me. You're ros- robbing John Hewlin. You're robbing Edgar Cruz, you're, right? You're robbing everyone around you of our blessings. Yes. And, and, and if you can't confidently and powerfully stand up in those things and be able to speak those with articulation, and quickness. And, sh- and I'm telling you, you are missing out on so many opportunities. And here's the thing is we live in a digital age. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your personal brand down on lock, you're going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this for a CEO of a company. I'm going to say this for somebody who is, I, I mean, if you want to advance in your career in this day and age, I just was writing an article for Forbes. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about how does an uh, somebody who works for a company build their personal brand in a way that they can leave that company and launch their own thing mm-hmm. or elevate to another level, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so with your personal brand, in a digital age, you don't have a choice. Whether you're dating, <laughs> where do people date now? They go online to find somebody, Yeah, right? Your interactions are online. All of our business meetings are online. Mm -hmm. Companies like IBM did a whole thing. They did this full launch and they used all of the people within their company to launch it on their social media. 
Oh, yeah. And had a very successful launch. You know, however, uh, and that was everybody's brands. It was, we're all micro influencers on some level. Mm -hmm. In today's age, you have to be an influencer. And I don't mean an influencer of like going out on a trip and taking yourself in a, in a bikini. That is not what an influencer is. An influencer is anyone who has a voice that influences other people. Mm. When you speak, who's listening and why are they listening? So in your personal brain, you've got to be so solid in knowing how to show up and knowing how to utilize your voice in order to be an influencer, be a micro-influencer. And, and micro-influencers are people at work. If you're running a, a staff of five people, guess what? You're an influencer. Yeah. Because your voice matters. You know, and if you're somebody who's trying to ride the corporate ladder and, and go up the scales, guess what? You've got to learn to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's interesting that you're using the word influencer. Some people, depending upon how you define it, some might define it the same as leader, influencer. Yes. Leader. And so there, there is an art form. And uh, for those of you who have listened and watched this podcast for some time now, you know that leadership's a big thing for me. I study it all the time. I'm constantly learning about it, trying to figure out how to get better myself so I can help others do the same. But there is an art form to leading. And what I mean by that is when most people think of a leader, they think of leading down. And that's the easiest way to do it. The most difficult way is to lead up. And that's the right way. The right way is always more difficult. Yeah. So when it comes to leading up and oh, and here's a, a big, super, super important key point about leadership, folks. Leadership does not mean you necessarily have a title. Some of the best leaders I have ever met never had a title. Never well, had a title. Well, and, and if you're going to talk about leadership, I'm going to talk about the personal branding side of that leadership. Please do. Yes. Bring so it. People who have incredible personal branding brands who understand themselves, who have done the work, usually make impeccable leaders mm -hmm. because bad leaders lead with fears mm. they're lead because they're showing up in their fear yeah, yeah so many of us are are uh you know have to break through the imposter syndrome the imposter syndrome is really real so and it that imposter syndrome causes fears it causes us to imitate other people yeah which is a lack of authenticity and vulnerability because it's like you know oh i've got to be like tony robbins i gotta speak like tony robbins no i don't I'm going to be me. And let me tell you, when I was first coming out with this four years ago, and I was I developed this whole program to help people, I was like, I want to be Tony Robbins for millennials. And I refused to watch Tony Robbins. I just know who he is. Yeah. And I, but I refused to listen to him because I didn't want to pick up anything from him. Oh, I didn't want to pick up his words. I didn't want to pick up. So it's very intentional. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I just knew like, I know what he's about and I know what what's there. And it's like, that is what I want to be, but, but I'm going to do it through personal branding. Right. And find my voice, my expertise and not, so I won't, won't be compared to anybody else. I don't want anybody to say, Oh, Jonathan's copying so-and-so. So, you know, in leadership situations, being an influencer is when you can do things from a very 
confident, empowered place, it makes you an incredible leader. It makes you an incredible influencer because you're not showing up in your fears. You're not showing up in your insecurities. You're like, no, I already know these are my flaws and I'm being a flock star right now. I have flaws and I'm being a rock star, right? You're like, right? That is, <laughs> that is what I call being a flock star, having flaws and still being a rock star saying, hey, guys, I'm really struggling with this. This is what I struggle with. Who can step up to the, to the, to the table and fix this for me? Who can take care of this? What does that do? It makes everybody love you. It makes people appreciate you. And you're also giving somebody an opportunity to step up and be stepping up into their greatness and their abilities, rather than you trying to control because of your fear. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny. You know, I, I want to be careful what I say, but, um, somebody very close to me's boss, uh, is, is, has a lot of different weaknesses as a leader. And the, and I'm, you know, I can hear the conversations or whatever, but the, the leadership and, and like when they say, Hey, this is the problem. He gets all defensive rather than going, okay, let me fix this. Right. Right. It was so much fear wrapped up into his insecurities. Yeah. Right. It's whether I'm not good enough in the past, you've been told you're not good enough. You're, and, and you know what, you're, you might not be good enough to do that task. It's not your gift. It's a very strong weakness for you, Mm -hmm. but own it. Yeah. Because it changes the whole dynamic of the team. When I say, Hey, I'm not good at this. Who in the team can step up and do that for me? Or if someone's not on the team, that's an opportunity to bring someone new in. in. Yeah. It's like, who can we bring in to take care of this? Right. Mm -hmm. And, and when we lean into our strengths and, 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 and own our weaknesses, get through the fear. I'm not good enough. I have imposter syndrome. Who am I to be speaking right now? Mm-hmm. Get through that junk and be able to show up powerfully as you. I keep saying this over and over and over, but I want people who are listening to understand that when you understand who you are confidently, and I will have to say, 99.9% of the people that I have worked with over the 20 years lack confidence. Mm. But man, when they know who they are and they show up, and I don't care if it's a singer, understanding how to show up powerfully as themselves and be able to say, no, this is who I am and take ownership of it rather than going, oh, well, they want me to sing this. They want me to sing that. I've got kids on American Idol, America's Got Talent who go through all of those issues, right? And they're like, well, they want me to sing. No. You're going to sing what you want to sing. I will listen to what you have to say, but if it doesn't resonate, then I'm going to move on to the next thing, right? right. So same thing with the CEO and a leader. And it's like, if that doesn't resonate with me, no, I know how to say no to things. I know how to lead from a very strong understanding of what my core values are and alignment. And you know, your, your whole podcast is about relationships. Yeah. So it's a relationship with yourself, understanding who you are so that you can show up in great and have great relationships with other people, which what turns around and creates what opportunities to create revenue. That's right. Absolutely. So, you know, if your listeners are on Clubhouse, for instance, you know, I went in in December and we had, uh, you know, I was just on there, like, just like going at it full force. You were on there a lot. That's true. 
yeah, I was going full force. And, and, and then I was like, wait a minute, what's my return on investment here? <laughs> you know, like, it's like, I, I need to create my clear intention of why I'm going to be on here. And so I took off for two weeks, created a platform of, to, to really, I did a creative solution to so many people's problems hmm. that I kept hearing over and over and over. And it's the same thing that everybody always says, but I created something very specific and I came back and I funneled everything towards everything I was saying, my bio, my social media. I made sure everything was in alignment across the board. It was so clear and clean. And this is where my personal brand, I was using my personal brand to scale my business brand, mm-hmm. which is very tied into who I am. It's my purpose, right? Right. But it's still a business. And so my business brand, and so I showed up on there and in three weeks was able to close 120K. Nice. But more importantly, and that was because of my relationships that I would build with people. Sure. And it was, it was people like yourself that I'd build a relationship with. And, you're, and, and, and just like you were in a room yesterday, which you were so gracious to be like singing my praises. And I, and I was like, man, this is like, I was getting tears in my eyes. And I, because I'm not real good at people, you know, giving me accolades and stuff. And, and I kind of is uncomfortable for me, but like right now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, Oh my God, the tears. <laughs> um, but like literally having people like that in your corner that, you know, I've built relationships with people and I, the, my eyes are like all watery now. Um, <laughs> but like having people speak for you that you built relationships for with mm-hmm. is what got me those clients where they're like, you've got to meet Jonathan. Jonathan's the guy, this is what, you know, and, and those relationships created opportunity, which led to revenue. Yeah. But more importantly, what happened on Clubhouse is that I created two joint ventures. I've got more in the and but I can only take on so much. Right. But created one that we're we're looking at uh, in 2021 into 2022. We're on market to make a half a million. Sweet. Right. Mm-hmm. That's about relationships. Yes. You know, and it's creating the trust, it's understanding who you are, understanding your strengths. And I mean, look, we show up in, in our meetings and it's just like, bam, we're creating and going full force. And then when people come into our meetings that we're trying to bring on to the project, they're like, we want to work with you guys. Let's do this. Let's do this. Right. Nice. But it's all about understanding who you are so you can show up powerfully in a relationship. Oh, think sure. about it. The things that destroy your relationships is usually insecurity, fear. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Whether the other person's insecurity or fear, which everything comes down to fear. Mm-hmm. And that always disrupts a relationship. Oh, for sure. You know, you were talking about the imposter syndrome thing just a little bit ago. And I, I want to make sure that, that people hear this because this is super, super important. When somebody shared this with me years ago, it... It was life-changing for me. And so hopefully this will be have the same sort of effect for some of you out there. So let me share this. Some of you may be going through what Jonathan was talking about, this imposter syndrome. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve whatever it is. Sometimes what we need when we have those kinds of feelings is we don't have enough within us right now to believe in ourselves. So Take this opportunity, take my belief in you and use it for your own until it becomes yours. 
I'm offering it to those of you who are listening, to those of you who are viewing. Jonathan does the same thing with folks all the time. It's like, look, if it's not there, guess what? You do have people who believe in you. So you're just going to have to borrow theirs for a while. It's okay to do that. Right. Nothing wrong with that at all. Because once you begin to see what that's like, it's like, oh, somebody does think I'm worthy, does think I can do it. And you start to believe it a little bit. And then you take the next step, whatever that step happens to be. And it's like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm doing it well. I'm getting better. I'm improving. It's like, then you start to have that confidence, not arrogance, confidence, big difference between those two things. Many times people confuse those things. Meeting a confident person can be life-changing for you. Meeting an arrogant person is a total turnoff. Actually, I would take it so far as to say, if you meet someone who is full of arrogance, that's actually fear manifesting itself in a much different way. Yeah, 100%. Arrogance is that. It's that, yeah, it's it's a fear of, well, there's a lot, there's a lot goes into that. But what you said, I won't even go down that road. But one of the things is, um, for me, I like results quickly. And I think of personal branding like steroids. On, it's like personal development on steroids. Okay. I get to my end result quickly. Mm. And here's the thing that I found out, like, because I had, I had four franchises across the country. We had performing art schools um, mm. where we developed like all these young Disney, Nickelodeon kids, uh, kids you see on American Idol, America's Got Talent. They're signed to every record deal. Like, I mean, some of the biggest talent in, in the country, right? And I'm literally, I cannot watch a movie or a TV show without them there, right? They, I mean, <laughs> we, we created, because I, I just created the solution that I knew that I needed. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that I, I have a, I have a lot of confidence, but man, if somebody like I could buckle down really fast and like not show up in that confidence. Mm-hmm. And so what I've done, I did was created this solution. And what I realized is when, again, this reason why personal branding is so powerful is that when somebody knows who they are, it all starts with intention, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, not only am I showing up knowing who I am, but what's the intention of showing up with that? Mm. Right? right. So when you work towards something, you improve at lightning speed. So if I told you, John, hey, um, you and I are going to do a, a 5K marathon. Mm. I've never run a 5K. I, the only thing I run to is the ice cream truck. Right. So, <laughs> you know, like, like, so that like kind of freaks me out. Mm. But if you and I had a coach, that got us prepped and ready and said, this is how you're going to do this. This is how you do it. I'm going to tell you in one month, it will be amazing what's going to happen with our confidence and our ability when we show up to do that race and how well we perform. Sure. And so it all starts with very clear intentions. So, you know, people like, it's really funny. Like, and again, I'm all about scaling things. How do you grow it? How do you make it bigger? Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I first started out, I, I have a music degree. And so I, I started teaching voice lessons. And that's how I started. It's like $35 an hour. I was teaching voice lessons and for a half an hour lesson. Right. And, but then what would happen was that it's always like, all right, we could do these voice lessons, but you're not gaining the confidence that you really need to take this to the next level. So I started booking perform- performances. And I said, listen, you've got, you've got six weeks to nail this song, have the performance down, 
have an outfit down. You need dancers. All right, we're going to pull some dancers into this performance. And what happened, it was like they didn't have a choice but to show up powerfully, right? So when you have something, an intention set and you have a goal in mind, you're going to get there much quicker. Mm. And, um, but the scaling part was so funny is because I started, it's like there, we'd write their songs, we'd go into the studio, record, I'd create their websites, I'd start creating their, their logo, you know, their brand, all their like business brand stuff for their music. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you know it, they're spending 30,000 a year. You know what I mean? Like, so I understood before all this entrepreneurship and, and the coaching world, I was like, I've been doing this for 20 years, but on a different <laughs> level. But right. let me learn how, I, I, but again, it's like, but let me see what I can learn in all this, right? And mm-hmm. so I've, I've taken the live model and, and created it into the digital model. But, um, you know, it's about taking that brand and really scaling with it at the end of the day. For sure. Utilize it for whatever it is that you want to scale in your life. Use your personal brand to scale. All right. Using your personal brand to scale. Remember that, folks. Write that down. All right, Jonathan. I would be remiss in a podcast interview where the title of the podcast is Relationships and Revenue if I didn't spend at least a little time talking about relationships. So typically what I ask most of my guests is this. Tell us what you're doing in your most significant personal relationships. How are you building, growing those, and what sort of impact are those having on your business? Um, you know, it's really funny. I just, uh, one of my clients is, uh, is he works like he's builds all of these fortune 500 companies, fortune 100 companies. And like he goes in and works with them and he does this Colby analysis with people. So they know who they are. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'd never experienced the Colby analysis. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And he explained to me like who I am in, Mm -hmm. in that realm of like what my battery levels. And I was like, Oh my God, this is, I mean, I know this, but I didn't understand it in relationship to who I need to align myself with Mm, mm -hmm. to take what I'm doing to that next level, because I tend to gravitate towards people who are much like me creatives and, and, and the person who's a quick start and never stops thinking. I need people who are implementers and people who are follow through. Right. (laughs) And, and so I had that. And then uh, I I had a meeting with um, I, I surround myself with, people who vibrate at my same level or higher. Mm-hmm. I don't surround myself with lower vibrational. Just don't. Because I need somebody who's going to always keep pushing me to elevate. Right. That's just what I Good call point. into my life. That's what I expect. And that's what I want. Okay. And so, and it's not that I'm better than anybody. Now I'll go in and I'll coach and I'll work with people, get them to that level. But I just don't surround my daily life with people and have strong relationships with people. Well, who right? you're, who you're working with in your business is very different than who's speaking into your life and helping you grow. 100%. Yeah. And so, but it's really crazy how many of those people that I've coached through the years are some of my closest friends now. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they've yeah. done the work and they've like, they're just incredible and they're p- impacting my life now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, holy crap, how does this work? It's amazing. But she, one of the, the, the girls that I was talking to, she did um, my human design. And she said that, like, she was explaining to me that my whole life is based on my network. Okay. And I was like, 
duh. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> like my best friends, I mean, from kindergarten are still my best friends to this day. Mm. So like my connections in life are so important to me. Like my, I mean, it's like, I can go back home and everybody will have a big party from high school and we'll all get together. Cause I'm like, right. I'm coming home and everybody's like, let's get together. Right. <laughs> those relationships matter to me. Yeah. But she also said that I was a hermit, which means that I have to like get into my, by myself, spend a lot of time by myself so I can create. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God, something's wrong with me. Like, Cause I've always thought that I'm like, I'm not an introvert at all, but why am I such a, like a homebody creating all the time? Something's wrong with me. And when she said that to me, I was like, oh. So that relationship with myself to understand myself. Mm -hmm. So I like to empower, I like to build relationships with people and who can help me build a stronger relationship with myself Mm -hmm. and make me better. Yeah. And I love to create with those people. I love Mm co-creating with my, with my network of people. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I swear I could, I I was like, I know that I can call John Hewlin tomorrow. John, this is what I want to do you will at least listen with very strong ears for sure. Right. You may say it's not my thing, but let me, let me, let me take you over here to this person. This person will probably fit you better. Mm, right. Definitely. But I know that you would listen to me and that's the kind of people that I surround myself with people mm. that not only believe in me, but also will challenge me to do better and be better relationships. I'm telling you, man, it's it's all about the relationships for me, you know, on a personal level, because that's that's my strongest like ally. It's my strongest suit almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. my strength. Where I may fall in weaknesses in certain areas, my relationships are. I mean, I'm all about my relationships. That's fantastic. You know, Jonathan, I know how you were saying that you think of yourself as an extrovert, and trust me, it comes across. People notice it right away. <laughs> But but when it comes to doing your thing, when it comes to doing your content, your creativity, you need to be you know with you. And I'm going to suggest that perhaps you're an ambivert. You're actually both. I am an ambivert. Okay. So I have the way I say it. My version of showing up that way is I'm an introvert with extroverted qualities. And the reason I say that is there's kind of a litmus test that I use. And this is my litmus test. Been a really long day. I get home. The minute I get home, I get a phone call from someone. Hey, bunch of us are getting together. What's the first thing that happens in your mind? For me, the first thing that happens, I go, okay, let me get a shower. Give me about 10 minutes and then I'll go. That's a typical introvert kind of reaction to that. So that's how I know that I'm more introvert than I am extrovert, but I'm way more extroverted than I used to be. So that's how my ambivertedness, if that's even a word. I love it. Can comes I out. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's really funny because I know that I'm an extrovert. I'm, I mean, like I thrive being around people. Like, I mean, I think, did, did we meet at AYR? Did we? No, we met through Justin Shank. Okay. Okay. So, you know, like I, at live events and stuff, I, I mean, I'm just like lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. You, are. you know, I just love it. I love it. I mean, I'm just like, oh my God, what do you talk to everybody? But for me, what I got my neuro linguistic programming, I got a master practitioner license. 
mm. in it. And, and one of its life coaching, social, emotional intelligence, all these different things, aspects that I went really deep into everything. Mm. But I learned about our, you know, your personality, extrovert and introvert. And this is all part of personal branding, understanding who you are, right? Yeah. So understanding I was, I'm, I score like at the highest level of an extrovert. But I was like, why do I need to be by myself so much? <laughs> and it's not because I'm an introvert at all. Mm -hmm. It truly is. I have to spend that time creating. Mm -hmm. I can't create when I'm around people. Yeah. And I thought really something was wrong with me. I, until mm -hmm. she said that to me, I was like, that is exactly what it is. I was like, this is incredible. So I'm still learning about myself on a daily yeah. basis. And, and what's crazy is I've taken every personality test. I've taken every, uh, well, at least I think I do. And then somebody else comes up and said, oh, you need to take the Colby test. Oh, you need to take this. And it, but all of those tests help you understand yourself on a greater level. So I'm always saying, take whatever test. If you need to take the Enneagram and you can discover yourself, okay, go understand your horoscope. Okay, go understand your, whatever it is, your human design. Mm -hmm. Take every test you can take. To yeah. understand yourself the best that you can sure. so that you know relationship-wise who you need to be calling into your life. But I do want to say this on a like I'm a very much of an energy person. I, okay. I view everything as energy, because everything is energy. And you know, from a music standpoint, if I take two tuning forks and I hit this tuning fork over here, ding, 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 this tuning fork will vibrate at that same level. Ding, ding even after I stop this one, mm. that's energy. It's vibrational energy. That's the power of that energy, right? So if you are not, if you don't understand who vibrationally you need to be with or who you're calling into your life, because, you know, we all know the, 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 uh, the law of attraction, mm. right? The things that you think about are what come to you, but that's not how it happens. You've got to vibrationally be at the same level of things that you're calling into your life. Right. Does that make sense? It's it like, yeah. you can't be, you can't be at a level one and trying to call a level 10 job position <laughs> right? or level 10 client when you're at a one, Yeah, you need to attract the ones and the twos and maybe some threes in there to keep growing. Right. Right. And once you get to that level, then you go on up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But, but that vibrational level depends on understanding who you are and your confidence because you can jump from a one to a 10 so quick. Oh yeah. By understanding, boom, this is who I am. Are you kidding me? Right. You know what I mean? It's like so exciting. And all of a sudden you just, all that fear and anxiety that was keeping you at a one to shut you up to a 10. Mm. Love that. Love that. Uh, we're coming close to wrap up time, Jonathan. And trust me when I say this, and folks, if you're listening and getting anything from this at all, and I can't imagine that you're not, Jonathan and I could continue going on for several hours talking and divide this up into four or five different episodes easily. <laughs> all that means is we're just going to need to have him back again and we can focus on some other things. But I wanted you to introduce all of you to Jonathan and what he has to offer and this whole unleashing your rock star, coming up with your branding, your personal brand and understanding all that. Because I really feel like, Jonathan, you have given us a much better understanding of what personal branding is, what it is not just as important and how to move forward where it's better for us and allows others to have that kind of 
the vibrational attraction that you were talking about. Because when we know who we are, it makes it much easier for us to find who we're looking for. Man, Woo! you got it. All right. You know so I know there's going to be lots of folks who are say, will say to me, all right, John, how do I find Jonathan? How do I connect with Jonathan? What are the best ways to get in touch with you? Listen, unleashyourrockstar.com. All social media handles are there. Um, there's freebies on there, how to break through the imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. um, we've got also, uh, you know, if you're on Clubhouse, I've got a freebie where you can download how to, to build your personal brand on Clubhouse and how to scale your business. And I'm very careful on how I say that. You know, not build and scale your personal brand, but build your personal brand and use it to scale your business, right? Mental health is a big deal for me. And anxiety, depression, suicide is at an all-time high. People, yes, and, and when you understand who you are, you have a self-knowing, there's a self-confidence, there's a self-care uh, that happens. And you know how to stop things and do things. So anyway, understanding how to show up powerfully in that space, which also relates to so much your business, but I've got a freebie for that. Um, and then my book, Unleash Your Rockstar, is launching in September. Woohoo! We're excited about that. Yes. And uh, it's talking about personal branding in a digital age mm. and how to build it. And um, also, I've got a, a couple of online, first time I'm ever doing a six-week intensive. Mm. We're going to do a deep dive, go deep in six weeks to get you to build that personal brand mm. and build out the strategies to scale that. We're going to get some, so many tools to be able to scale that business. It's things that I use every single day. And I've used less than $5,000 to advertise my businesses in 20 years. Love it, man. Love it. I've always used my personal brand to scale my businesses. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. And, but Jonathan George on all social media, uh, I'm everywhere. And I mean, you know, I, I, I got to put my money where my mouth is. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm on all social media. I'm not, I'm not active on all of them, but, um, I am on all of them and I check my messages daily. So I'll Perfect. definitely back with you. Perfect. And of course, what that means, Jonathan, since you have a book coming out later this year, oh, folks, for those of you who are listening to this and viewing this, we are recording this in the middle of May, 2021. So just to make sure everyone has a reference point for when this is being recorded. When it comes time for the book to come out, would love to have you come back on to promote the book. Uh, we can do a giveaway, do all kinds of fun stuff. Woo! To that, yeah. So for sure. All right. So what I want to do now is I want to take us into our final four. It's just four quick questions. You tell me the first thing that pops in your head. All right, let's do it. I'm in. All I'm right. in. Faces All on. Right. Faces on. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Question number one. Why did God create Jonathan? And to to raise the vibrational level of this planet, to be a light to the world. You know, my name, and I know this is a quick answer, but my dad had a dream and a vision uh, when I was born that I was going to be a leader and that I was going to be a musician. And he named me Jonathan David, mm. uh, David and Jonathan. Yeah. So yeah, that just hit me. Woo! Okay. That's right. my answer. Love that. Love All right. Question number two, what are you doing, reading, or listening to that's helping you grow right now? Right now, um, you know, I've had to like cut out all noise. And this is where I, I really believe that sometimes you have to cut out all the noise. You can do so much research. You can do so much studying mm -hmm. that you literally 
no more podcasts. I've turned off all notifications for people that I follow that, you know, mm-hmm. it's following for a bit, turned it all out so that I could get focused and streamlined on what my voice is, what I'm doing. Okay. And it's been, this has been a uh, four year journey of creating something that's a masterpiece for me mm-hmm. and, and, and that I feel it's going to truly impact the world on a very incredible level nice. and then in a new way that nobody else is doing it. And so I have to like cut out all the noise. Okay. And so that's what I'm doing right now. All right. Well, what that means is we will look forward to finding out what that is in the not too distant future. Yes. All right. Question number three, what do you do for fun? Oh my gosh. Last night we're out to three o'clock dancing our faces off. Like I love (laughs) dancing. You know what I mean? Like I I know I'm, I'm about hitting 50 here and I'm like going out dancing my all night long, you know, but, uh, you know, family, friends, my, like I've been saying, those relationships are, I can sit for hours on the back patio with the, with, uh, you know, hot chocolate and with the fire going and just talk for hours with people. And that's really, uh, what I enjoy is my relationships. So it doesn't matter what I'm doing with them mm-hmm. as long as I'm doing. Okay. I'm happy. As long as you're with people, you're good. Well, it's like, even if I'm zooming or FaceTiming with friends or family and, uh, just being able to connect with my relationships. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what really, that's truly that thing that brings me the most joy and then creating, I, you know, <laughs> you know, back to that. It's like, I, I have to like, I have to continuously create. I, or like, that's like, if I'm not creating something, I will, I freaking die. Yeah. I have it's to life for you. Yeah. It's life for me. It's what gives me, that's what lights me up, you know? So it's that creation at all times. Okay. And last question, number four, what are you most grateful for? Oh man. Do you know, great, great uh, gratitude is in my top five uh, core values. And I literally am so thankful. I mean, I'm thankful for everything. I live in a heart of gratitude. I feel like it keeps me grounded. It keeps me in a, a place of great mental health. Uh, it creates a, such an incredible energy because even when a situation is bad, there's always something to be gra- uh, grateful for. Yes. And, um, and I feel like it truly moves me through situations. It moves me through heartache and pain. Mm. And I also have to say one of the things that you um, asked me, the other one is that animals, animals are, are my other thing that bring me joy and happiness like that. Oh my God. Animals are my, I mean, we just had a baby possum that we, we found in our backyard and raised mm. it um, and got it to a rehabilitator to be released back in the wild and had a baby skunk last week. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I love animals. Like, I, I, I could be like, you know, what's her name? Sleeping Beauty, Black Beauty, whatever her name is. <laughs> like, like all the Disney princess with all the animals coming to me. I could live like that. But no, gratitude, man, for everything uh, in, in life, just the smallest of details of things and, and the relationships and the people that feed into me. I'm so thankful. Love all that. Love all that. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate it. Uh, listeners, viewers, please do me a huge favor. Reach out to Jonathan. Let him know how much you enjoyed having him on the podcast and the things and tell him specifically something, at least one thing that you learned from him. I know that would mean a lot to him. It would mean a lot to me. And if you yeah. choose to post that on social media, tag us on that. That would be fantastic. Would love to do that. Can give you guys a shout out for tagging us. That would be so tremendous. 
Um, so viewers, listeners, thank you for tuning in. Jonathan, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you. And hey, and for your listeners, there's a lot of famous Jonathan Georges out there. And there's one guy who's way better looking than me, always without a shirt on off. That is not me. I'm the guy in the yellow. <laughs> I'm the happy guy in the yellow. So, um, uh, you know, so that's that's when you're looking on social media. That's the one you see yellow. That's me. All right. But well, we will focus on finding the Jonathan George always in yellow on social media. Yes, sir. Man, John, thank you so much. I appreciate you, brother. All right. I appreciate you as well. Again, listeners, viewers, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. Thanks again for listening. And remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.